Have you ever said or done something you regretted later? Perhaps you made an impulsive purchase, like buying a house, because of the one time you saw a beautiful sunset around a corner that blew your mind, or you left your partner on the spur of the moment for someone else, or you reacted to someone because things didn't go as you'd hoped. Chances are you listened to your mind in those instances, but you are not your mind at least not the part of it that we are concerned with. The biggest lie we have been living is mistaking our mind for ourselves. Many of us mistakenly think mental health challenges are only for those who have been diagnosed with chronic stress, anxiety or even depression and who need some kind of professional help through psychiatry, psychotherapy or a similar way. But the reality is none of us are immune to having mental health challenges, despite what we might believe. In other words, we are all enslaved to our minds. By the way, the suicide rate among psychologists is far higher than average, and Psychology Today reports that 46% report depression and nearly 50% see themselves as failures. Here's the thing. As long as we are under the influence of our mind, by way of having a constant inner monologue in our head, we are all suffering at varying levels, some of us more than the others. It's no wonder then that we think of our everyday stress, anxiety and worry as something we need to quote manage or reduce. However, there is nothing normal about living this way. As long as we are addicted to this passive compulsive thinking, we will continue to be driven by our past and future, not least because our mind thrives on it. The great Sufi mystic Rumi has said, Why do you stay in prison when the door is wide open? Here's the thing. We are not supposed to be using our mind passively 24-7. Our mind should be free, empty and spontaneous at all times, so we have the mental space to be fully present to deal with situations appropriately. Because it's not the situations that come up in our lives that matters as much as how we engage with them, which is what determines our true growth in the end. The way to do that is by giving our undivided attention to whatever we are doing in that moment, be it cleaning the dishes, spending time with a loved one, or doing our work. Believe it or not, it's no deeper than that. Of course, that's easier said than done, but that's only because we are accustomed to the constant passive thinking about the past or future. By the way, if only we realized how much we are all suffering by way of our personal mind, our natural response to others around us would be of compassion, regardless of their response in a situation. Because compassion and judgment cannot coexist, just like love and pain or fear cannot coexist. Well, that's it for this week. Let me know what you think. You can send your thoughts, comments or questions via voicemail. If you liked this episode, please leave a review. It will help new listeners like you discover the show. Let me know when you do and I'll do a shout out in the next episode. If you'd like to get a copy of the transcript, sign up for the Less But Better weekly email. You can find all of the links in the show notes. Remember, we can all be and do less but better. Life is meant to be lived and not to be, quote, done. How you live your life matters way more than what you, quote, achieve. It's the only thing that matters.